the world works through structure and form comes through structure. Anybody that I know that's successful at something, it's because they have a great structure. Welcome to the Have It All podcast. I'm Elon Ferdman, and along with my brother Guy, we're Satori Prime. We've spent the last 16 years on a quest of mastery, and not just in business, all areas. Mastery of our finances, our bodies, our relationships, and most importantly, our minds. You see, while most people fantasize about their dream life, we went out and created it. And you bet we learned a few things along the way. So if you want to gain new skills and tools that will help you achieve the life of your dreams, well, you've come to the right place. So get ready to have your mind expanded. Implement what you learn here today, and you'll start living the life of your dreams instead of just, well, dreaming about it. So are you ready to have it all? Let's go. Ellie writes, how can you increase your energy? Ellie, um, we're going to answer that. And I have a follow-up question for you to get kind of like to the root of this, which is what is the purpose that you have to increase your energy? Mm. So you, you, you come back to us with that and I'll let you guys start um, with with answering Ellie's question. And Charlie, you want me to answer it? We love you too. Uh, whoa, I can go in a lot of different directions on this. Okay. So whichever uh, direction feels right for you, man, they all feel good to me. So let's, let's attack them from the, from the big three, right? We got mind body. Every single one of them is, uh, is using energy sources in different ways. So in the most practical sense, I think you're talking about like third density, physical reality, food, right? Food is the primary thing. Clearly I'm not like blowing your mind with that, but it's like the right types of food. So for instance, um, Worked with a yogi this one time. He said, if you eat something that's dead, baked, or fried, you're going to feel baked, dead, and fried. So whatever food you eat matches the energy of your body. Most people just really don't pay attention to. They think it's like normal that after you eat, you're supposed to get into that like 2 p.m. days, right? And it's, it's not. It's the food that you're eating that's creating that because you're putting something in your body that your body doesn't actually know how to process. It gets confused. All the alarm bells start going off. It doesn't know what to do with anything. And it's just starting to use a lot of energy. I've heard that up to 60% of the body's energy goes to using um, digestion, right? So totally doesn't work Uh, for me. I think you pretty much have to, uh, especially with fried, I'd say more than any of the other two, like baked and dead. um, Because dead would, you know, it's like dead animals. So like vegans would tell you not to eat any uh, dead flesh. Um, but like, you know, baked too, not, not the best, but fried for sure. Like I barely ever anymore eat fried foods. Uh, and I can palpably feel the difference because of that when I do now. Um, so we could talk about meal plans. I think that's a little bit more like, eh, well, we could get into it, I guess, in a, in a, in a, in a kind of overarching way, but I'll tell you like for me, and I think Elon too, we would attest that like the things that's made the most difference in our lives and in our business, uh, over the last 12, 24 months is a, um, morning protocol. And I mean that again in mind, body, soul type way where like how you design, how your day is going to be designed. By the way, that's writer downer because I've never said that before. Um, So how you design your morning is how you design your day and it's going to set the tone. So the worst thing you can do first thing in the morning is turn over and read your phone. The worst thing you can do is pick up your phone, get on social media or open your inbox because it's going to immediately put you into a reactive state. You're going to start looking at, um, things that you need to accomplish. You're going to start having micro responses around things you see in your newsfeed around Trump or anything else that annoys you or lights you up. And it immediately pulls you out of your zone of genius because now you're just dealing with circumstances in your life. That's a huge energy kill right there. I strongly, strongly recommend uh, meditation and education first thing in the morning. And as far as food in the morning, I'm, I'm big and it just works for my body type. I'm not saying it's like the key to the castle. I'm really big on um, intermittent fasting. Um, I generally like the earliest I'll eat usually in the day is around 12 PM. Uh, I generally sometimes even push myself to two or 3 PM and I wake up at 6 AM. So I have this like long period of time where I have like totally calorie deficit. Um, a big reason why I've been able to get, I believe in great shape this last year. So I've dropped, uh, from this time last year, right around 17 pounds. I'm, I'm actually nearer to my high school weight now than I've ever been. Uh, and that works for me and what I want to like the body type I want to have the functional energy I want to have. I'm not saying that's a one size fits all solution for some people. Intermittent fasting is probably a terrible idea. Yeah. Um, so you have to really like kind of look what's good for you. 
you know, so one more thing I'll say. So like I wake up in the morning and I drink a drink that lowers the acidity in my body right away. Uh, super simple. You get some um, apple cider vinegar. Lemons could do it also, but apple cider vinegar costs nothing. You can buy a big old jug of it, two tablespoons and in, in good high quality water. Um, I've been obsessed with good water this last year. I have this thing called a revitalizer that actually uh, changes the molecular structure of water back to what it would be like if you got it right out of a river. Um, it's expensive machine, but I think it's worth it. If you're drinking, um, water out of your faucet and it's of low quality, the problem with filtered water or even bottled water that you're buying at stores is that it is filtered. Sure. It's clean, but it also removes all the uh, minerals out of it. And it, and it removes all the nutrients that you actually want to get from water, which now means that your cells, which are nearly completely comprised of water are not detoxifying. You're talking about aging faster, cancers faster, like everything else I say to uh, detoxification. That's a big deal. So I put um, clean water, two tablespoons of apple cider vinegar, uh, cayenne pepper, like, um, you know, like a, like kind of like a quarter teaspoon of cayenne pepper, a little natural salt, chug that down. What that does is immediately decreases the acidity in the body. By the way, if you have like heartburn, stuff like that, you drink some apple cider vinegar and water, it will neutralize it immediately. Stop putting shit drugs into your body. Um, and because you're lowering that acidity, now what ends up happening is everything else you start putting in your body, your body can actually pull more nutrients out of it. And then I usually drink like a coffee drink or like a yerba mate of some kind in the morning that has a lot of stuff in it, like uh, collagen powder, which is flavorless. That's been one of the biggest game changers for my body, period. Everyone should be on collagen, in my opinion. Turmeric, Turkish coffee, coffee tastes like Turkish coffee, cardamom, um, cinnamon. Did I say that already? No, nope, not yet. Cinnamon, turmeric, cardamom, um, like a literally a sliver for me, like a super small one of a grass-fed butter because you need fat for your brain to work properly. And uh, anything else in there? Oh, yeah, and I have this thing called shilajit, if you really want to go off the deep end, which is basically looks like a black putty tar. And it comes from the Himalayan mountains. And what ends up happening is the, it's just this one place on the planet that has it. All these minerals come down from this mountain and get trapped in this valley. And then it turns into this black putty. Um, and if you put this in your body, it literally looks like tar. But the uh, detoxification effects of it are, are pretty amazing. You can get on Amazon. It comes in like um, like a little jar and you your coffee. Um, it does not taste great if you put it straight up in your mouth. Like, actually, tastes kind of like shit. <laughs> uh, the first time I was like, mm, oh, blah, blah. like your mouth is black with like tar. Basically, it's disgusting. Yeah, and I do that. Uh, another protocol for me is uh, Nootropics. I can even get you a discount link for this if you private message me later. Uh, we could go into a whole fucking thing about Nootropics. And by the way, this is all just third dimensional stuff. <laughs> I don't even get into like the, the, the heart and, the, and the, the spiritual aspects of energy. But um, there, so there's a really, really, really smart guy out here called Daniel uh, Schattenberger who is uh, trying to solve global issues. And I've had the privilege of getting to know him. Um, so he's got a new company called Neurohacker. And they got these products called Qualia. Um, and these are nootropic stacks. And they actually come in two separate bottles. Uh, my understanding for that, and I don't know any other company that's doing this, to be honest. So this is a pretty strong stack of nootropics. I really, really like step one. It actually makes me feel pretty lit, sharp, uh, good energy, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but if the reason they separate it is you're not supposed to take them at the same time because there's some ingredients on here that would offset the ingredients in here. So you actually want to take this one on empty stomach and this one later after you eat. Um, this is also supposed to restructure uh, your brain chemistry more positive mood, things like that. So it should have like a compounding effect over time. I was actually uh, taking it wrong for quite a while, but now that I've put myself on protocol with it, I'm actually having really, really wonderful experiences with this. So if you are interested instead of going out there and just, um, you know, trying to grab a whole bunch of random new topics and you want to get a stack instead, I can get you a discount and message me separately. That's what I got on that front. And if you want me to go into the other stuff, I can, I can rip on it all day. Um, okay. So Ellie, here's, here's the bottom line. So Ellie is spending time studying and he goes into it hardcore, then fatigues and wants to take in more info, which is where the question stemmed from. So I totally agree. I think nootropics is nootropics changed my life. Um, I actually don't love the the Qualia brand that uh, 
the guy was talking about. Have you, have you actually gone on protocol? Because that I was complaining about it, and then someone told me like go on protocol, and I did, and it actually changed my experience. Protocol is in follow the instructions. Yes, the T. Yeah, like that you. Because at first I got, I did get a little bit like overamped on it, and then uh, my body regulated. I feel much better on it now. You know, honestly, for what it is and the price of it, I just I didn't think it was worth it. I've had. And I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, I've had far I, better I, results. Sorry, I, sh- I shared about it only because I know for a lot of people, like going to do the research, finding a thing that fits for them, et cetera, et cetera, like just going to get a good stack is probably just a lot easier. Yeah. Um, yeah so yeah, that's why I'm sharing about yeah. it. So in any event, like if you guys want, um, I, I would honestly, honestly say like from a focus standpoint, Ellie, um, Nootropics is amazing. Really, really, truly amazing. Uh, I would stick to like very, very basic things. So what you want to do is like what's happening in the brain. So let's back up a step. First things first, your body is a really good indicator of when to stop. When you're putting a lot of information in your brain at one time, basically what you're doing is you're like firing up all of these things. So I can even tell you like when I watch my children study or learn or try something new, they get exhausted. Why? Because as the brain is creating all these new neural pathways, it's exhausting. It is the most, it's, it's one of the smallest, um, wow, just totally blank on the word, organs in the body, and it drains the most energy of your entire body. So it's, I think it's like four pounds or whatever, and it uses like something like 20% of your, your energy. So when you're in this growth expansion, learning mode, just listen to your body, you know, to, to just continuously try to put stuff in when you're exhausted and stuff like that just doesn't really work. I'll tell you that getting a good night's rest where you can really shut off is super important, super important. And a lot of the other stuff doesn't really, doesn't really, uh, get around that part. So if you have a healthy diet, if you have a healthy lifestyle, if you're getting good rest, then I highly think that nootropics is a great way to go. I'll give you the simplest thing that you can go to test and see if it works. Um, all you need to get is piracetam, P-I-R-A-C-E-T-A-M. It's a powder form. You can get capsules. I just get the powder. And what you need is choline as well. So choline, what it does is it actually creates, so cells in your body either have penetrable walls or impenetrable walls. And if a cell wall is solid and nothing can get in, it almost doesn't matter what you put in your body, it's not going to happen. So your brain, because it uses so much energy, think of choline like the oil, like a high grade oil that works in your brain. Then you put nootropics and nootropics, the thing that nootropics does, it basically adds oxygen and blood flow to your brain, which allows it to function at a much, much better tick. So I tell people like try paracetam with choline. Um, I take it once in the morning when I get my day started. I'll basically take, they give you like a spoon of it. I'll take two of those spoons that are given with it with two choline then at after lunch, when I basically want to re-up, I'll take one spoon and another two pills of choline and you're good to go. Um, but ultimately, uh, here's, here's the, the major uh, portion, Ellie, that you really, really need to understand. And that is that you need to listen to your body. To like just put a bunch of stuff in your body you will eventually lead to what we call adrenal fatigue and you're just going to burn out. And I get that entrepreneurs want to push themselves and all this stuff, but at the end of the day, um, that that's a short-term gain for a long-term massive problem. Again, like when we talk about have it all, it's about a balanced lifestyle, right? Mix the fun, mix the play, mix the workouts, mix the diets, You just want to have kind of that holistic thing. Um, And I'll just leave it with this and then we'll go on to some other questions. The best way I've found to check what's happening in your body is to actually work with a functional medicine doctor and do like a battery of blood tests because 
all these diet tips that people tell you like, oh, eat this way or eat that way. It's all based on conjecture. Until you know what's happening in your body, you have no idea. Like everyone's like, oh, do paleo. Yeah, you'll lose weight, but you might fucking be killing yourself. Yep. Right? So until you know what's happening in here, it's very, very difficult. So like one of my good buddies, um, our good buddies actually, totally healthy, eat healthy. They have like a whole website about health, right? He's a walking encyclopedia, did this test and found out that they had this gut bacteria inside that if activated could kill them in like six months, right? Like knowing this stuff is, is very important. And I will say for entrepreneurs, I'm about to interview this doctor uh, in a couple of weeks about chronic pain. And we were talking about this, like as an entrepreneur, your day off means your business for most entrepreneurs, you know, your business doesn't function. It's not like you call in for work and you still get paid. You're out. So just keep that in mind. Um, all right. Had a few questions here that I wrote down and then I'll, I'll scratch through these. So Ellie, hopefully that was useful to you. There's a bunch of parts at it. If it was. Yeah. Um, all right. Dan was saying, you know, my mind already revolving around work before I even get up while still in bed and waking up. I think he was talking more about like the, um, the morning routine. So how do you bro stop your self from kind of like jumping into that work mode? This is a, my mind's a little bit expanded. I did this whole thing called gene keys last night and I read about mind bending, altering, altering of everything. But you know, the key and one of the major things that I've learned is a. You know, the, the universe, the world works through structure and form comes through structure. So, like, I think you need – everything needs structure. Anybody that I know that's successful at something, it's because they have a great structure. Jason Hornick. I would call it a system. System, structure, call whatever you want to call it, right? Like, Jason has a structure. There's a certain way he onboards people, a certain way he gets information. People that I know that don't have great structures don't, don't perform well, right? Um, elite athletes, structure. Um, anybody who's masterful at anything, structure. Uh, I'll, I'll repeat it again and again. A morning routine is probably the most important thing that you will add to your schedule. So, um, so hold on to Dan's question. How do you get into a morning routine? Yes. Basically, he gets up in like he wakes up and he's already like work, work, work mode. How do you stop that to actually perform your morning routine? Uh, well, Dan, again, I'll just say like the phone thing. Don't look at your phone. Um, you want to train yourself we live in an extremely reactive world, right? Like your newsfeed right now, I'm sure as mine is just filled with Trump stuff, total reactive, like totally reactive. And, and re and, and I, and I get fine, whatever judgments you have about what's going on over there. If you have no intention of doing anything about that issue, whether it's Trump or anything else, stop complaining about it. Stop talking about it. Stop reading about it. It stop is reading. not important to you and you're pretending. So if you're doing that, did you want to say something? No, I was going to say, like, just stop reading about it. Turn it off. Don't read those articles. Yeah, I mean, that, guys, you have to get that, like, every response you have, every reaction you have, there's a biochemical reaction of neurons and peptides and all sorts of other chemicals in your brain and hormones. It's neuros, neurons, peptides, and hormones that are pretty much firing with everything that you do. One is an emotional state. One is the mental state, blah, blah, blah. I won't get to the science of it. But everything that you do is the body and the more you trigger that reaction, the more you're programming that into yourself. So if you put yourself into a reactive environment all the time, you're gonna be reactive. You're gonna wake up in the morning and just start looking for reasons to be reactive because the body thinks that that's what survival is for you. So you have to very consciously start looking for ways to put yourself into flow states. You know, meditation is the key, in my opinion. You wanna, you wanna calm the mind down the mind is hyperactive. It's looking for stimulus. It's looking to create stories. It's looking to react. It's looking for just something to make wrong and agree with. And it, you've been learning this stuff since you were a little kid. That's the issue. And if you don't give yourself time to sit in silence every single day, guys, minimum, 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 minimum. I meditate an hour a day, minimum. First thing in the morning when the world is quiet, I tend to do more meditation before I get to bed. So I'm like an hour to two hours a day. I mean, just, just cataloged meditations that I've done with like a Calm app. I did a hundred and, I don't know, it was like 17 hours of meditation in the last year. And that's at home. And that's not including just other times where I've just sat and meditated all over the place. So it should be, in my opinion, that should, it could be probably one of the biggest game-changing things that you do is sit in silence every day and just go internal. And it's just, and it's, and it's noticing the mental chatter 
and noticing that you also have a say about like not not so much that it's there that how you're going to respond to it um all our students in our have it all academy do a 30-day meditation challenge i could tell you even the ones that were most resistant in the beginning and thought it was a waste of time or couldn't connect to it or didn't understand what they were doing you have to get over the part where you need to understand what meditation is meditation is your ability to sit with the nothingness of life and not do anything for a while and the more you do that the more you find these states where you allow for things to arise versus just trying to make it happen all the time yeah i'll tell you guys and this is flat out if you're not meditating you're robbing yourself of peak performance I can't say it any more simply. This is the oldest exercise, technology, whatever the heck you want to call it, on the planet. It was gifted to us 5,000 plus years ago. The shit works. Especially for people like Ellie, right? And in a constant state of using your brain. The brain needs that time to relax, to unwind, to allow the synapses to connect in ways that your conscious mind can't connect them. Yeah. So when you put in all this information and then you sit there in silence with no attachment to what it's supposed to look like or how it's supposed to look like, or this time it felt amazing and this time it felt shitty, who cares? Just sit in silence for 15, 20 minutes a day. That's it. You don't have to focus on any of the other stuff, like there are tons of, if, if you want, pick up uh, Code of the Extraordinary Mind. I think the last chapter of it, he talks about meditation. He demyths some of the, be- like the biggest things about meditation. I don't, know, I don't know if I'm doing it right. I don't have the time to do it. And it doesn't work for me. Like, how do I know if it works? Like those three things that everyone uses as their, you know, this is why I don't meditate. And he yeah. just debunks them like the best I've ever heard, which afterwards you're like, yeah, I'm going to meditate. And he gives you a six phase meditation, which is active meditation. It's super easy. Brilliant. So with that being said, absolutely turn off your phone. Absolutely turn off your phone. And Dan, here's the thing. Realize that you've programmed your brain over decades, okay, to function a very specific way. To think that you're going to wake up and not look at your phone and all this stuff goes out the window is delusional. You need to basically reprogram that part of your brain where you wake up and there's silence and your brain is like, let's get to that chair so we can meditate. Right? Exactly. And that just takes time. But for me, honestly, right now, like I wake up earlier than I've ever woken up in my life. And it's with one reason and one reason only because I'm really excited about waking up early and meditating and reading a book. Before my kids wake up, before everything, I'll take it even a step further. I used to hate waking up at, in winter because it was so dark and cold and this and that. Now, I enjoy waking up in winter more than summer because it's dark. And I get to sit there and it's just like so silent and so peaceful. Same. Whereas in the summer, I have to, you know, I have to wear eye masks and like all that stuff. Nothing. It's just like the world is asleep mm-hmm. and it's just awesome. Yeah. So code of the extraordinary mind. Yeah. So uh, same, same for me. I mean, I'll just say like my hesitation has been like, I want to sleep. Right. And sleep is super important. You know, cellular regeneration, uh, your mind being able to process and put things away and program them in and all the stuff that happens when you sleep, like it's so, so critical to get a good night's sleep. Like th- that old model of like the entrepreneur that sleeps two to four hours a night and just like fucking gets it done is been debunked as one of the worst things you can do for your business. Like you absolutely want to sleep. Like, um, what's her name? Uh, Huntington, the one that did, um, uh, Huntington press. I don't remember her first name. Anyway, like stepped, stepped away from that to create a business around sleep because she's like, this is one of the most critical things not being taught to entrepreneurs, right? Just uh, Ariana Huntington. Oh Um, yeah. Yeah. So my point is, um, for me, like came the new year, um, you know, a lot of you guys who've been following me know that I've been like really challenged with, um, uh, like basically like uncoupling, like, you know, like finishing, completing a relationship with a woman that I've just been desperately in love with. And it's been just like a really painful experience for me. And then there's all this energy that I was like 
focus on on being reactive and I went from like uh, you know attachment to surrender and back and forth and you know anybody who's dealt with these kind of situations I'm, I'm sure you can empathize at some level uh, I had personally never dealt with that level of heartbreak before um, and, and still dealing with it in, in many ways it's not like I'm out of the woods yet and the realization came is like is this really where I want to be focusing my my energy to and, the, and I meditated and the answer just came it's like well you have this tool you know like start investing in a and right away, my mind's like, well, you have to wake up early. I'm like, okay, so I'm going to start waking up early. And then it's like, well, then you have to go to bed earlier. Okay, then I'm going to start waking up earlier. I mean, go to bed earlier. And that's just what I've done, you know, yeah. and I can see that I can easily, easily, easily operate off six hours a day well, as long as I'm meditating. If I wake up six hours and I don't meditate, totally a different day. And, and can I just add one thing, Ellie, yeah. just to your point before in the conversation we had before, twice this week, twice this week, um, I actually went to bed at 8 p.m. <laughs> Literally, 8 p.m., like 7.30, I was putting my kids down. And I was just like, someone went into my brain and was like, off. And it happened two nights in a row. Normally, what I would do is I would argue with that and be like, why am I going to bed so early? I'm wasting time, this and that. I've just learned to really listen to my body. And you know what? After two days of back-to-back, like after I did it, when I was doing it the first day, I was like, okay, I need this. The second day, I was like, wow, this is really, really strange. Like two days, I'm this exhausted. Dude, I woke up on the third day with like batteries recharged to 110%. I woke up, I was like, woo, let's freaking go, right? So it just, what your body needs sometimes. Yeah. And Kira, really good point, which I want to read out here. She says, uh, I think it's important to remind everyone that meditation can look different than what the standard conception of practice is. Example, dead silence, stillness, which is very difficult for most people to do, especially at first. I absolutely agree with that. And I will tell you that the best uh, thing that we've seen or best tool for people to start, the Calm app. The Calm app for the first 30 days, you don't have to buy the subscription for forever, but like to track those first 30 days, I've seen massive, massive improvement. Um, for people that did that. Yeah, I, I, st- I still use it. And I'll tell you why, because I'm, I'm aware of what uh, tracking things does, right? Like even, um, won't get too much into this, but like using Trello, like moving an object from here to here, when you complete something, it lights up the happy part of your brain, the dopamine and serotonin parts of the brain. So it's the same thing, like the Calm app, I get the little ding, I have a notification, I get to track it, I get to like, I feel like I'm being rewarded. I'm, I've gamified meditation, right? So when you when you're getting rewarded, the pleasure brain, the pleasure centers of the brain light up. That's why when you make money, you want to do one of these. You want to addict the brain, right? To no, addict <laughs> the brain. You want to put a dick in your brain. You want to addict to the brain. The things that actually drive you. So just know that, like when when we put people under fMRI machines and they look at their phones, the pleasure center of the brain that lights up when you do cocaine lights up, right? Every little like. That's why kids are super addicted to it, and then we're all making them wrong it's like all right well we're all doing that right so that's just what ends up happening so if if you want to start understanding that you could also be at the helm of leveraging that stuff to program yourself for things that actually do matter by the way uh to richard what's up buddy hope you're enjoying it i hope you're hope you're enjoying ibiza uh he's asking is guided meditation okay honestly dude whatever meditation is okay honestly like i don't care it can be you put on your favorite music and you sit there in silence. It could be that you go, do you know how much stuff is on YouTube, guys? Like 15-minute meditation for health, 15 meditation minute for wealth, 15 meditation to reprogram your brain, 60-minute meditation. Like literally anything that you type in, there's a meditation for. So there's a lot of stuff there. I use um, white noise apps where it just literally plays like a theta uh, white noise alpha white noise, whatever kind of I'm, I'm looking for. There's binaural beats to meditate to. It doesn't matter. It's all about the habit of saying, when I wake up in the morning, the first thing this body and brain does is it sits in silence or, you know, whatever, calmness. Um, so yeah, just absolutely huge. Just like right. his last little bit, you know, like without giving it an intentions, there's ones that, uh, focus the mind and there's ones that heal the mind the body all sorts of different things but from a perspective of just like the mind is extremely unfocused you guys notice that like we talk about shiny objects it likes movement it likes this it likes different stimulus they say your average person can hold focus for about eight seconds today eight fucking seconds 
right? So pretty shitty. So when you focus the mind, even on just breath, in and out breath, it's like sharpening the blade, right? Your most people's blade is just so dull that it's just completely ineffective. And then you're going through your day just being crazy reactive. So I like what Ali wrote here. First, you create your habits, then the habits create you, which I think is really, really smart. Uh, Tori, just a shout out to you. Uh, my 30 day meditation challenge started today. He said he's hit behind his excuses for too long, which is awesome. Welcome to a whole new life. Bev and Ed, our favorite couple here, wrote, sorry, wrote, um, just retired to concentrate on our business. So much to do. Where do you suggest we start Bev and Ed? Kind of a broad question, but I'll, I'll give you like a, a short because I know where you guys are at and all that stuff. I'll tell you, look, for us, when we were first starting to get out of the starting blocks, I don't care what people tell you, money is an important factor, right? Like you, you want money to sustain the growth of your business. So Guy and I used to create these charts and we used to create projects. And we would have like a list of 10 projects, things that we wanted to work on. And the thing that we rated them like from... I mean, it was really from five to 10, but you know, however you want to do it, you can do one to five. Um, and the highest number being the thing that we knew that if we implemented would generate revenue for us the fastest. And we would just work on that one project. We wouldn't do anything else in our business. We wouldn't start a new project till that one was done. We wouldn't focus on anything till that one was done. We would literally just focus on that one. And when that one was done, we would look at number four, you know, whatever was rated for, and we would move that up. So I tell you that besides mindset training and like understanding where your limiting beliefs are, then um, it's just that. It's just understanding what projects to work on and, and finish before you start something new. Uh, a few things. I want to give you a resource about what Elon just talked about. I also want to remind you guys, like we're going to be hardcore pushing uh, content on YouTube. Uh, this content and everything else. So if you can't, you know, be here the entire session, all the recordings will be on Facebook. They'll be on YouTube. Uh, definitely head over there and subscribe. We have a lot, a lot of stuff coming out uh, for you guys to uh, work on. So, you know, get, get the word out and uh, that way you'll actually be notified when things are happening. So as far as like um, uh, getting things done, right. Get shit done type stuff. Uh, this has been an amazing resource for us. It really yeah, kind of opened a different world to us. It might be backwards on your screen. It's called personal Kanban. I'll uh, drop Kanban. it in here right now. Yeah, Kanban is a um, it's a Japanese term, uh, and they have another one called Kaizi, if, if I remember correctly. Kazan. Yeah, Kazan, and it's basically like moving the flow of things for growth in businesses. It's kind of like getting shit done, more or less. But this is an idea of how to start structuring um, projects in a way that doesn't involve so much of a to do list, but more of just like an overarching view of what you're trying to accomplish. It also uh, leverages the way that the brain works and using your happy centers and stuff like that. Uh, the software tool that you can get online and on your phone is called Trello. Uh, but this is like the original training. We've had the uh, awesome privilege of actually spending time with Jim Benson and his wife also um, online for like some personal coaching. And, and they uh, really like when we were doing our live events, when we're working on other projects, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, invaluable tool. I, I personally find this to be way, way better than any to-do list I've ever had um, and very functional. So I highly recommend that. All right. Uh, so I, I took down a few. Um, all right. So Matthew wrote, when, if it is okay to, oh, uh, set money goals. So he was talking about, is it better to set money goals or is it better to set goals like, I want to help X amount of people to live better lives. And then he was saying that the thing is that we're in the beginning and with limited budget. So hope you understand the dilemma that I have. Thank you to our awesome. I love you. Uh, for me, I think you got to look at it this way. There's a thrive mentality and a survive mentality. Um, when you're trying to make money, earn money, first of all, like one thing I'll tell you guys immediately is stop using the language I earn for a living. Such a, oh God, that's so fucked up that we say that. Um, you're basically saying like, I earn money in order to live. Not true, right? It, it, it's, it's programming yourself into a survival type of mentality immediately. Very, very powerful to just get rid of that. Um, it's, it's, 
it's it's a it's a double edged sword here because it's difficult when you're in a survive type mode to think that you can create an emote and do all these things. You know, especially for the businesses that you guys are in, a lot of you guys that follow us are in. You're in a service based business. You're you're in an, ex, an exchange of value business. More and more, the world is becoming an exchange of value business, right? Eventually, we'll be able to give algorithmic data. By the way, I was just talking to somebody who was like uh, in conversation with people at the forefront of this. We'll be able to like quantify value of like a conversation and how that produces for that person in their life. And that'll be the exchange of value. Like we just won't need money. We'll be able to quantify value in other ways and that'll get rid of money systems eventually. But I'm not saying that's like next year. So my point is, is that if you, I know that Elon and I got much further in our business when we started focusing on the value we were providing for other people and just understood that the byproduct of offering service and value to other people is money. It just is. So you can create money goals. There's nothing wrong with that. And I would say align yourself at an emotional level to why it's important for you to serve other people. If you don't have that connection emotionally, you're, you're extremely limited. The mind can understand a lot, right? Uh, Joe Dispenza, I was reading his book. I hope I get this line right. He says that um, intelligence without experience is philosophy. An experience without without um, intellect, I'm sorry, without understanding is negligence. And when you marry the two, you get wisdom. I hope I got that out right. I'm, I'm, I'm working good on enough. I'm working on that line. So basically, like if you've experienced something but you don't have the information, then it's just like a child running amok, right? Like there's not a lot of intelligence there. If you've learned it but you haven't experienced it, then it fucking sounds really good. You have the information, but you haven't aligned the body to it. You sound good at dinner parties, and, and we all know people like that. Um, when you have, when you marry the two of them, that's where the magic really starts happening. So I can tell you that, like, if you don't feel good about money, if you don't feel good about service, that means your body is not vibrating at the frequency that feels good around money or around service. And a lot of people are like, I want a lot of money, and they have this horrible emotional relationship to it. Or like, I want the person in my dreams, but there's this horrible emotional relationship to all women being crazy or, you know, they fuck me over or whatever the hell it is, you know, uh, either way or men are assholes or whatever it is. And then you're like, why do I keep attracting assholes? Well, you're vibrating at the level of men are assholes. So you get more <laughs> assholes and that's what you attract into your life. So it really is about creating alignment. And what ends up happening is like, notice you say money. And if you really sat in meditation, you would feel how you feel about money. And you'd be like, holy fuck, there's all this anger around it. And then it's like transmuting that, letting that go and surrendering to other paradigms and other shifting and other ways of beings around that people who have money have obviously shifted it. And I, we can see it out there. Other people are accumulating, right? Um, so it's a lot of that giving it up. So I, I would say there's not a right answer there in which one's more appropriate. And if you're looking to create and be in alignment at a spiritual, emotional, mental level, what you say to your mind, you need to be feeling in your body too. When there's alignment there, stuff happens real quick. And, and here's, here's the thing that you want to take a look at, Matt. And obviously, we, we've done work with you also personally. There is a resistance. Listen, read, I'm going to read back the question. Is it better to set goals that have to do with money or better to set goals? I want to help X amount of people do the better lives. Meaning that in your brain, you're already... There's a resistance to doing one because you have a lack of money. You're resistant to creating goals around money. Or there could be some sort of conversation that you have that creating goals around money is bad. Or, right? that, they're, or that they're mutually exclusive and you can't have both. Exactly. Or that because you're, you have certain conversations around money, like I don't want to make money goals because that's going to say something about me then that that that's like the root of all of this stuff, right? Which is also the cause of why money isn't showing up yet in your life. So I'm, I'm not saying like one way or the other is right. I can tell you from our practice, we're very specific about our money goals. And we're mm -hmm. also very specific about our, you know, betterment of humanity goals we're very specific about uh, presents and gifts that we want to purchase for ourselves or others, whether it's, you know, for this year, for example, it's like take our entire family on vacation, all expense paid on us. Yeah. 
both of us have cars that we want to acquire this year, like brand, model, name, everything. Like these are things, you know, we're car guys. We love it. I don't give a shit. And, and, and but that's a really good point. Like it's not about the physical object. Elon and I have a extremely, just from our upbringing, like emotional, passionate tie to like sports cars. Yep. So like we get in, like insanely like lit up and driven. It's not about the ego for us. You know, like I, it, it's about the experience of being in it, the oral experience, like the whole thing, right? Like we get really, really turned on by that. For me, that's like a really good indicator of like something you want to go after. But like, I also want you to notice it's not the car that we want. It's the experience that we want. Exactly. The vacation, it's the experience that we want. So it's like experiential goals. Like what are the experiences you want to have? Because when you like future pace yourself, and you're like thinking about an experience, think about how exciting that makes you. Like, I'm going to go to Costa Rica, right? That's a fucking awesome goal. Now, you know, in order to do that, like money needs to show up. So it's like, it's a, it's a byproduct of like living from the present moment to the future of Costa Rica that has the money show up. Yeah. I don't think, I think, you know, for a lot of people, money has a negative charge. So it's a really not a great goal for them to set. Now, again, if you want to change some of this stuff, honestly, it's even you can influence the brain just by putting positive affirmative, uh, affirmative things around you. Like a picture of like money with people like holding money who are happy at it. Like your brain's going to pick it up because it's in your environment or like watching things around money that are positive, like movies, books, et cetera, right? Like feed the brain, the images you want it to produce. The brain works. If you just imagine like what you see here, like what you see in your mind's eye is eventually going to come into fruition here. And the gap between that is the integrity in your life. Right. So it's like, why would you then want to have negative thoughts about anything? You, you get to say how your life experience, this physical reality shows up. Anybody who tells you different, I think they're absolutely full of shit because I see it with all our students. I've been doing this work for a long time. And the reason we're students of it is because I, I constantly want to understand what's beneath third dimension. How do you access fourth and fifth? How do you get into a timeless state? How do you start saying, I'm fucking worthy, I want to receive, and things just like start falling in front of you, and you're like, I feel so in alignment right now. This is how fucking funny this is. I had a blowout tire uh, today. I just hit, I, I went into, like, my car is really low, and I was turning into a driveway, and the sidewalk was like that, and I have low-profile tire. Nicked it, boom, tire blows out. Look to my left, tire shop. The fucking tire shop. My car blew out in front of a shop, like... What? You know, I, I, and here's the thing, like that happened. And even before I saw the tire shop, cause I actually parked it here, went into a shop that was a smog place. And I was like, Hey, can I leave my car here? And then I look across the street and it's Charlie's tires over there. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, how does that happen? But my point is, is like, I go into the store, I'm telling you not an ounce of upset, not a, what was me? Why did this happen to me? Oh my God. I have so much to deal with. And by the way, I was meeting somebody for breakfast right then and there like that was it sure i was short on time i had this really important meeting at 10 in the morning all that stuff is there all this shit to get upset about not a fucking stitch of upset about it yeah because i'm 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 consciously aware that reaction right there negativity the rest of the day everything is now negative right it just sets the tone everything is setting the tone for something else so it's like to to be present is just a, a, an absolute gift. What else could there be in that moment except for that blown ass tire? What is upset going to get me? Nothing. Going to resolve the problem faster? Just upset. Is it going to help me clear it better? Is it going to make me get to resolution quicker? Nothing. Offers me nothing. Yeah. And there are times where, by the way, upset's super effective when it's done consciously. There's that, there's that movie, Bridge to Spies, which I always uh, love to quote. And if Bridge you haven't seen it, it's not going to ruin anything. But... Um, th there's several moments in there where Tom Hanks and, uh, the guy who's the spy and Tom Hanks asks him, is like, aren't you worried about what's going to happen to you? And the guy looks at him, he's like, will it help? Nope. You know, like if I'm worried, will it help? And then he's like, at some point he's like, aren't you scared about what they're going to do to you? And he's like, will it help? Mm -hmm. and it's just a great question to ask yourself. Is me being upset? Is me being this? Is that really going to help me? Um, so Matt, just to put a bow on this, notice the resistance. Like when you guys ask questions or when you're thinking about what you should or shouldn't do or things like that, just if you could notice the resistance and just stop and ask yourself, why do I feel resistant to this right now? 
and then do a little bit of that work, you'll oh, unlock unbelievable things really, really fast. And that's, I mean, that's the game. Like peel the layers, peel the layers, peel the layers so that the, everything you want is right here. It's not like millions of miles away. It's literally in front of your nose. The only thing you need to get rid of is yourself. Move yourself out of the way. And this stuff just is there. It's there already. Um, all right. So we have a few more minutes here. Charlie Fedora, you asked, you guys seem to have a lot of things on the go. We do. What kind of time management system do you use, if anything, to stay on top of everything? I highly would recommend that you read that personal Kanban book. Um, he, he says a line in there that I absolutely love. He says there's a lot of books written on productivity. Productivity sucks. Productivity basically is how to do a lot more shit. What personal Kanban is, is effectiveness trainer, effectiveness training. It's how to do the right things that will get you the best results. And for that, you know, he, he just will do it amazingly well. Um, oh, wait, I want to just jump in here. So productivity is third density. <laughs> I'm all about fuck third density. Uh, you know, like, honestly, here's a test for yourself. Work less. Work less. I'm not interested in productivity that much anymore. What I am, I'm, I'm less productivity, more alignment. You know, like productivity is like a, a pulling motion or a pushing motion. You're pushing, you know, you're, you're working really hard and you're trying to make it happen and manifest it and like take raw resources and do it. And it works in its own way. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I look at the people today that are living the best lives around me. It's not productivity that's, that has them do what they're doing. They have such a strong alignment. Like we were just talking about tire blows out, tire shop is there. To me, that's alignment. That's productive <laughs> too. Car blows out, oh, get a new tire. I don't fucking know how that happens. Like productivity, like, and if I wasn't caught in the world of productivity, I'd have upset about that. My tire would blow out. And in the next moment, I'd be like, fuck, there goes my entire day. It's no longer productive. Instead of looking for ways to just create alignment everywhere. And I think if you allow yourself, whether that sounds like completely juju to you or like real shit, even that belief, right? Uh, Joe Dispenza has another book that I haven't read yet, but the title's called You Are the Placebo. If you know anything about placebos, the shit's powerful. As powerful as any drug you're going to take or any experience you're going to have, what you believe is what you get. Plain and simple. If you choose to believe that you creating alignment is going to have physical manifestation come out of your essence of your being, I guarantee you that it will. And then every time you find more evidence for that, tire blows up, tire shop. Guess what? Next time something happens, there's going to be more alignment. Yeah. That's, that's what I want to program into my brain, into my experience. Why would I want to do like, nothing ever works out for me. And then get more of nothing ever works out for me. And by the way, I've done that stuff. I used to get injured all the time. I used to like constantly weird shit would just happen in my life. And I don't fucking know. But I would just believe that that's who I was. Like an un, like an un, like people believe they're unlucky. And then find more evidence for being unlucky. Great. Okay. I'm happy that works for you. But you could be like, I'm the luckiest fucking person in the world. And start finding evidence for that too. But it's like having the emotional response is everything. I was sitting there with this really tapped in chick yesterday and we were reading these gene keys and it's like literally like what's behind the curtain, like everything. And every time we would read, she would stop at a moment that would like impact her and she would fully express it with her body. Like, like, like feel it like you're eating decadent chocolate. Like, mm, my God. Right. Like, ah, and just feel it in her essence because, because it's not about the brain understanding. This is like low level shit right here. It's about getting that down through here so that this starts fucking vibrating at that frequency. Then you don't need to know. You understand. I have this on my arm, right? This is called a Merkaba. It's also what subatomic particles look like. Science can understand natural laws. They can. can explain things. And just a few years ago, they discovered that subatomic particles in the entire universe are this shape. Now, I don't know about you guys. Have you looked at ancient texts? Have you seen this shape before? It's been around for thousands of fucking years. The science method was not around when they discovered this. How did they know about this? It's different to go have the experience of meditation and put consciousness, like I'm sure Buddha and some other other great men 
you know, Christ and all these great teachers that we know of had these experiences. They understood subatomic. They didn't know. I mean, they knew subatomic. They didn't understand subatomic. So like at every era of your life, we've, we've accustomed ourselves to have a society that's obsessed with information. And these people sound fucking great at dinner parties. They do. But then you look at the quality of their life and it sucks. So what good is the information if you're not willing to turn it into an experience? So for all your questions and for everything, you know, Elon and I are sharing with you is like, we are experienced fucking junkies. That's what we go for. And again, I think it goes back to goal setting. What are you actually goal setting? I'd rather goal set experiences. All right. So uh, let's wrap it up because it's the top of the hour. Uh, guys, I have a bunch more of your questions that I wrote down. Um, we will, I'll start a list and we'll just go through them on these Q and A's, but obviously we'd like to have you guys live and interact with you. This is super fun. Thanks for, uh, bringing out questions. If you want to find out more about what we do, how you can be around us, the best way to do that is just head over to satoriprime.com. That website will be all redone here probably in the next week or eight, nine days or so as well. So honestly, at this time, if you really are looking to work with us, the best thing to do is just send us a direct message or yeah, just private messages. If you're interested in, in curiosity, because our website is not currently aligned with what we're actually doing these days. Keep, click on this video thing. It keeps playing. Yeah. So the, you know, the best thing to do is just, just come talk to us directly. Yeah. Beautiful guys. Thanks for coming out. Uh, we'll be doing these every Wednesday, the Q and a at this time. So if you want, you can, I think, up up above the video or through the video if you're watching this on your phone you should be able to click on it there's like a little um follow a little button like the the three dots and if you click the three dots there's an option to follow satori prime and that way you'll actually get notices when we go live on this channel and you guys can just follow along with us um we do it every monday at 3 p.m eastern standard time that is more of our us speaking distinctions and kind of what's happening in our lives. And this is an opportunity for you guys to do Q and a with us. And with that, we love you all. Thanks so much for coming and spending time with us. We'll see you on the next Facebook. Have it all live. All right, guys, take it easy. Love you. So that's it, my friends. That's today's episode. I just want to thank you for being part of our have it all family and truly, truly thank you for listening to our podcast. If you'd like to help or give back in any way possible, the best way would be to share this or any other episode that you loved with your family, friends, or colleagues. And if you'd be so great as to just leave us a rating and a comment on either iTunes or Stitcher, whichever you use, that helps us tremendously. It only takes about two to three minutes of your time and would mean the world to us. Finally, I want to let you know that if you want to get even more exclusive content from Guy and I, just head over to satoriprime.com and make sure you join our mailing list. Now, I know what you might be thinking, God, not another mailing list, but I promise you, you'll only get an email or two from us per week and it will always have amazing videos and articles that I'm sure you're going to love, promise. So until next time, you can join our ongoing conversation at the Have It All Facebook group where you can let us know how we're doing and what we can do to improve. Love you all, and we'll see you on the next Have It All podcast. Have an amazing, amazing day, my friends.